0: Jewish audio For the help of Hashem we are learning by Vekam Adav Tzadik Vav. We left off at the end of the second line on the top of the Amid. We are in the middle of the following, Rav Nachman, in the name of Shmuel, said that there are three scenarios where when money is owed, we never demand for that to be paid with land, but we assess the land and we, so to say, release the one to whom that value is owed exclusively with money. One of these three cases is when you have a classical Balchayv, you have a creditor, and the borrower, after he assumed the debt, at that time owning land, sold that land. Let's make it simple, the debt is $100, there was a land worth $100, he sold that land to a buyer, to a now that the creditor is coming to collect hundred dollars and the borrower says the famous ainley i owe you i just don't have the money so the creditor goes now to the locals the question is what happens if the buyer improved that land so not when our shmuel said and as we just explained that if the money that is owed is covered by the land itself it was a hundred dollar loan and the land is worth $100. The buyer added another $20 worth to the land. The improvements exceed the money owed. That is where Reb Nachman Shmuel says the creditor has to give the buyer the $20. But the chiddush is that the buyer cannot tell the creditor you owe me $20 because of my improvements. I want that value in the land. Leave a sliver of land for me. So that is what Shmuel says. He can't do that. That the creditor has to pay him that money because it exceeds the debt, but he misalkin and lay So Amar so comes along. Ravina is constantly asking Ravashi. He's asking Ravashi. Okay, if that's the scenario, hadi Amar. This is going to work according to the opinion that we had in Subis. That e is misalik shapir. Forget about improvements. There is an opinion in Ksuvah that says that when the creditor comes to the buyer to retake the land, if the buyer has money, he tells the creditor, how much money was owed to you? $100? Take $100. And one opinion says that the buyer has the right to do it. Let's not forget that all this began with a money loan. Elamad, the land became leaned. So really the question is, how do you view a lien? And what do you mean, how do you view a lien? Do you view the, the lien as if the creditor Pashen, owns the land or has some ownership in the land? If he has ownership in the land, then the buyer cannot tell him, I'll pay off the debt. The creditor has to agree. But if the creditor wants the land, the creditor gets the land because he already owns or has some ownership in the land. So according to the opinion that says that if the lake has money, and therefore it also makes sense since the creditor owns the land, even though improvements were made in that land, improvements were made to the creditor's land. So it's like we spoke out yesterday and two days ago. Anytime you without my permission, not a gunf you invest money in my land. I gotta pay you for the improvements, even though I didn't ask for it. Okay, so he can't keep the land, but he has to pay him for that increased value. According to the opinion in Ksuba is that whenever the buyer has money in the principal debt, he can tell the Balchayv you're not taking this land, I bought it. It was leaned. I'll pay off the debt. Which proves that the creditor never owns the land. If the creditor doesn't own the land, and now the land has even more value than the debt, why can't the buyer tell the creditor, had I had money, I would be able to, me, the buyer, would tell you, the creditor, you leave, take the money and you go away. Which again proves that you don't really have any ownership in the land. Now, now that I improve the land itself, and you do not have right to the $120 worth of land. You only have right to $100 worth in the land. So, Havli, Geriva, Da'ara, I demand to keep a sliver of the land. Which sliver? Shiur, Shivchai, the value that is equivalent to the $20. And why would Rav Nachman and Shmuel say that across the board that Misalkin and Leib Answers the Gemara, Amar explains Ravashi to that you're right, according to the Manda Amar, that a loikeach can always be misalayak, the creditor with money, proving that the creditor doesn't have any ownership in the land. Why over here do we say the opposite? That the creditor is the one that gets rid of the likeyach by giving him the value of the improvements that kegoin ni ni It's dafkin in the case, it's only in the case that when the creditor lent money to the borrower, the borrower said that apoy that this debt is linked to this land, meaning the armor lay lo yei locha you can only get payment from this land. Now, there everyone agrees that the land itself becomes, so to say, so to say, owned by the creditor, or the creditor has some ownership in the land. Now that he has some ownership in the land, true improvements were made to which he has no right to. But since he has ownership in the land, he keeps the land. And like Shmuel said in the three cases, this is one of them that that the, that the creditor. Tells the loikeyach, I owe you $20, the land is all mine, take money, and shalom, go away. Coming back to our dinim of changing an article that was stolen. Now, as we learned and as we learned today in Ahmed Beis, let's not forget that karka ain't an exelus, so what we are learning now does not apply. To real estate, it applies to movables, Amarava, Ghazal, God forbid if a person robbed, and he made whatever he stole better, he upgraded it, which also implies he changed it, and then he sold it, or gazal, he stole it, he robbed it, he made an improvement, and then he bequeathed it to his children, so says, Rava, Mashi Hishbiach, Machar, whatever belonged to him, he sold. Mashi whatever belonged to him, he bequeathed. What exactly is Rava talking about? So we're going to read Rashi. Rashi is going to give two interpretations. And we're going to follow the second just to make the Gemara flow. Because there's a few statements that one links into the other. So go inside the Rashi's. Second, to the top, second line in the Amit, and therefore, so the first interpretation of Rashi is that we're going back to what we learned yesterday, the way Rav Papa, not Rab Zvid, the way Rav Papa explained the machloikas between Abihu and Rab What was that case? That a person stole an animal, the animal got pregnant, and now he's returning it. So the question is, who owns the fetus? So the Rav Papa learned that Rabbi Yehuda holds that since from zero to fetus is a shinui, and therefore the goslin is kind of the shinui, the entire fetus belongs to the goslin. According to Raf Papa, according to Rav Shimon, according to Raf Papa, that yes, the goslin has some ownership in the fetus, but not all of it. How much money does he own? How much value does he own? Whatever the common price was given, the common compensation. The standard compensation was given. When people loaned animals and they gave them to shepherds. And they told the shepherds, you make sure my animals get pregnant. And when they get pregnant, you keep half of the value, a third or a fourth. That is what the gazlin keeps. So let's read inside Rashi. The, the first explanation of Rashi is that this is according to Rab Shimon. That, Mashish meaning, The one who bought the stolen animal that underwent change, he gets to keep the mechza e of that fetus because since it belonged to the ghazlan it's not nice but it belongs to him so whatever you own you get to sell and the same thing that's one interpretation Inami, or let's go with the, a second one just if not it's they're both easy the second one is that Kule shivcha and this goes according to our mishnah we started off the paddock the way we explained our mishnah the following. When a goslin makes a change that is irreversible, then the goslin owns it. He owes the money, but he owns the article. He changed it, he owns it. But if he makes a reversible change, he doesn't own it. And the example, we gave was a goslin, stole pieces, and he built them together into furniture. It's possible for him to take that piece of furniture apart and give it back to the owner. But the chachamim want to, to make it easier for people to do tshuva. They felt that if he's going to have to give back by reversing it, which means that all the effort that he made was in vain. He'll be he won't be motivated to do tshuva. So takana sashavim, he also gets to keep it, and only has to give back is its value. So that's the second explanation of Rashi. We're speaking about a reversible change, and el l'iel the beginning of the paydek, he gets to keep it. So now that he made it into a utensil, he sold it to Olekeach. Rav is saying a big Because who's doing tshuva here? He lost his opportunity to do tshuva. Now it's already out of his hands. But Rav is saying since because of Taqanah Sashavim, the moment you make a reversible change, you own it. So now that that's a fact, if you sold it, the Lekeach bought it also. If you own it, the Lekeach bought it. You don't say that the Chachamim only made the Takana on the Gazlan himself. And the moment he sold it on, since he's not the one doing tshuva now anymore, so what's the point of making this Takana? Let us say that the article itself belongs to the original owner. We don't say that. The article now belongs to the buyer. Now, money is owed. And by the way, who owes the money? The Gazlan. The Gazlan has to pay back the money. But the article itself stays in the hands of the lekeach. stays in the hands of the Yiddish, now the first white line by Yadava. Oh, I accept that if the Goslin was the one, let's go with the second interpretation, that made the reversible change. So right now, because of Takana Sashavim, he gets the, it's his. But what happens if when he stole it, he didn't change it at all, and he sold it? Now don't forget, if the original owner doesn't have Yush, what should be the din, that the original owner owns that article. He takes it back. But now the Lekeach was the one that made a change. Reversible. But he made a change. There's no Takanas Shavam Shayach to him. He didn't know that it's stolen. So, say, Ma'u, what's the din? So, Basir de Boyah Hader Pashtar, said the same thing. That, Ma'ashimach Hadeshim when one person sells something to the other, what exactly is he selling? Whatever he owned, he sold. Not, o- not only whatever he owned physically, he sold. It's Gavaldik. It, all of the rights that he has is sold. Being that he's the Ganef, or the Goslin. and Takhanes HaShavim means, even though he didn't do tshuva yet, but because we want to motivate him to do tshuva, the rule is that if he'll make even only a reversible change, he will get to keep the article. So that right of making a reversible change and getting to keep it goes on to the Lekeach, Gavaldik. So the lekach is not, is not a Ghana if he doesn't need to do tshuva. He can be innocent. If the lekach changes this, the lekach gets to keep it. Who has to pay the money back? The ganef. But the article now will remain in the hands of the lekach because of takana sashavim. Even though he's not the one that needs to do tshuva. Beautiful. Now, by your no the, the Then when there's no yush, then when there's no yush, it goes back belongs to the owner correct right oh listen Danny, unless there is a thing that says that Shi affects a change but if i 'm not mistaken without y you know I don't remember maybe there's a maism in that Right now comes the question what happens if If Anandju was the one that made the change again let's go just with the same flow the whole thing by the way can go with the first interpretation of Rashi <laughs> so the Gemara says he wasn't there to ask Ravah, but he didn't even understand what is Rava talking about again we're speaking about a that is reversible it still belongs to the owner the whole thing is takana sashravim. Is Rava asking whether we make a takana to motivate the non-Jew to do tshuva? Amalei, he says, no, that wasn't his question. Like Tzricha, the case was, is that le In other words, the, the Goy stole it, the Goy sold it to a Jew, and the Jew is the one that improved it. Oh. So says the Gemara, and now we're going to use what Rava said before in the opposite. You can't have it both ways. What did we say in the last segment, which was a Gavaldika logic, that when someone sells something, they sell the thing and all of the rights that they have in it. But they can't sell something that they don't even own. If we will accept that Takana Sashavim was not made for the Nanju, so when he sells it, he didn't sell that right. Habam Mahmas kechavim Hareyu only like the kechavim, He cannot have more rights. Than the seller. You don't buy something more than the seller owned. Gavaldik. So Umar says, Why? Siricha, what is the buyer going to Israel? A Jew stole it. When the Jew stole it, even though he didn't do tshuva yet, even though he didn't do anything yet, but you already have this takana from Chazal that in order to motivate him to do tshuva, if he's going to make a shino, even that's chayzer, he gets to keep it. So that right was there. And now this Jew sold it to a guy. He sold it to a naju. And and the jew was the one that made the change. And now, for Ya as if the guy was the one that made the change, we're giving it for a given, you no know, the article will have to go back to the owner. I, the guy, won't be motivated to do chuva. okay. But now that he sold it to a Jew, it began with a yid. So the rights, the theoretical. The halacha of, if there'll be a reversible change, then it will belong to the current Ghanaf existed. So that belonged to the first Ganev. And now it's in the hands of a Jew, even though the Jew was not the one that changed it. One second. My. Go back one step. Yes. If, if the Jew stole it and then sold it to a non-Jew, the non-Jew approved it, Right, right now we're saying that No 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 I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying that for sure. This I'm, is the next step. No 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 let me take that back because what we just said in the previous shtickle is that whatever the first guy owned, he sold That's to the second. A no, Lovdafka, Love Dafka, No, I take that back. Because because since the Jew, the the, the point is that Ghazlan is a Jew, you have the Takana Sashov. Mm-hmm. And com uh, owned the f what's the Loshana over here? Ma That's it. The whole but the question has. We're not trying to help a non-Jew in this case. Okay, the fact that the Gemara has to add Danny, that the goy now sold it to a Jew means correct. That means that if the Jew did it, but 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 the theoretical din is still here only because it was stolen by a Jew. You have to have both. The Jew stole it. Right, no, no, then he sold I mean, a guy. Going in order, if it just stopped at the then he would have to give it back. back. That's right. Okay, correct. Very good. Very good. My, so me, Yongrin, and keeping the the God of Oy Dilma, the the moment there was an Anju involved, yeah, they're very good. So even though there was the original Takana for the and Kolmash Yesh Lidishan, Kolshutavi was given to the second, we don't say that by the Nanju. So the moment the one in the middle lost that's Khos, so when he sold it further, so the question is, how do you lo- how do you look at losing this chos? is it that the chos is lost? If it's lost, then it's not by the f- <laughs> by the by the final Jew, or is it there but we don't apply it? If it's there but we don't apply it, then he's just a carrier. He's a carrier. He sends it on. That law you have the gavalik. Now, this is going to be a very easy piece. Again, we're speaking about change. This is for sure is a very important Gamada. How do you define change? We're not even speaking about the reversible or the non-reversible. What is a change? And we never addressed that yet. Like when we were quoting yesterday, a person stole a behemoth and the behemoth got old. Okay, exactly at what point is the animal old? No, Rambam writes, when is a person old? When you tell a person, when you call a woman, hey, you old woman, and she doesn't react negatively, that she's old. That's a Rambam. Which means it's clearly, it's not a biological age. It's a psychological state. If a person says you're calling me old, then they're not old. So what's a change? And look at the options. Now, the, let's read it inside. Amar Papa. Every line is mamish gold here. Like everything else, but it's, it's, it's beautiful. man the gazel Dikle mechavere. A person stole a palm tree. Now you have to understand like this. Like we mentioned, a karaka ain't an exelus. So you cut the palm tree down, the katla, it was cut down. Another detail is important that... When there's no use, you're not even a robber, when it's not in your domain. So we're going through all these details. And So you cut it down from the field of the owner, and it fell into the field of the ganeth. That's a next door neighbor, the neighbor of the ganeth. So now he stole it, it's in his domain. It was a palm tree, and now it's disconnected. So what do you, you would argue, wow. That's an irreversible change. You know what the Gemara says, like honey, he didn't acquire it. Meaning, it goes without saying, if the palm tree connected is worth $100, and a palm tree that's felled is worth $50, of course he owes the additional $50. The question is, who owns the wood? The tree, yeah. Who owns the wood? So what's the, what's the rule? If there's no yush and there's no shinoi, the owner owns it. But what did we learn in our paydeck? That if you make a change, whether it has to be irreversible, midoireisor, or even reversible, according to our Mishnah, Takana Sashavim, then it belongs to the Ghanav. So the, the Papa is saying that Lloyd the Goslin did not acquire it. Why? It's not called a change. Why is it not called a change? A big key is the name. We're Semites, for a reason, we come from shame. Everything, everything comes from the name. We believe in a God, of course, and God created through speaking. So what came first, the thing or the name of the things? It's not that something existed and then God gave it a name. That's why. That's why it's so important for us to be from Bnei shame. Everything is created through the name comes before the thing. That barakh and then So the name is extremely important. So says Rav Papa, Diklamikri. What's the name for a palm tree? A palm tree. What do people call a felled palm tree? Palm tree. The name didn't change. Vahashpanam Diklamikri, Next. <laughs> it takes time for these things to register, but it's amazing. Yeah, it's like just... Does not make a difference? Again, if there's a monetary difference, then you have to make up now for the I'm difference. If the name is the same, then that's not considered change. Yeah. Gabaldik. That's why, Pishachati Yisraelu. You're the same name. You're a Jew. Called a Jew. You were connected, or if temporarily not connected, a Jew is a Jew. Dikla, if you started out with a palm tree, and let's say it even it started out with a uprooted palm tree. And then the ganav, the goslin, v'avid gube, he made it into logs. So really when you make something into logs, you don't, really, it's not, it's, it's not only that you didn't change it that much. And maybe you just took off the bark and you smoothed it out. But it has the same form. So says, Rapapa, like honey, the goslin didn't acquire it. Why? Even though it's not called a palm tree, but it's called Palm Tree Logs. The original name is still on it. de Palm Tree Logs is still called the same name. Let's move. If the person stole logs, and the beams. Because it's a different name. What happens if a person stole large logs? Large boards. I'm sorry. And you made them into small boards. Like koni, because the main name is the same. Large boards, small boards. Boards are boards. But if avdino yasa, if you made them, I'm, let's go. If made them into beams, beams, beams. So kshuri means beams. Now, if you made them from beams into boards, the moment you change them, that there's a different name. Koni. Now Rabbi continues. Not only does Rava continue, but let's go to another detail, which is important. And we mentioned this Bikitsa when we learned the Mishnah. Not everyone paskins like our Mishnah, that when change is reversible, do we halacha lamaisha apply takon sashav Everyone agrees, irreversible change is acquired by the Raganav. Just remember that detail. So we're going to start learning. I mean, we were speaking about names, but there's another addition that many of the Amirayim Paskint, that if it is reversible, then there's no kenyan. So let's read it inside. Omerava. man, the of a person stole a lulav, vavdinu say, and he made them into loose leaves. You know, he took them apart. What our kids do to the lulav? or those people who shake it until, you know, it turns into leaves, cunning. Then you're kind. why a different name. The mikado it's called a lulav, and now it's called and Now it's called leaves. If the person stole leaves and vavdino, kufya made him into a broom, kani. Why? Mikado hootsi vahash to Now it's you know, leaves, broom. Kufya, if he stole a broom, vavde avde and he made him into a rope, you can just imagine how those brooms look like and how those robes look like. But somehow they made the broom, the, the lulav broom, into a rope. Ah, like honey. Why? Because, because this is a reversible change, and Rava holds that a reversible change, the Ganov doesn't acquire. He doesn't pask him with this concept. Yeah, I mean, this has to do with, it, with what, because nowadays in furniture, we trust sometimes kind of furniture based on. If you say this is made, this is uh, bamboo. Or, no, no, no. Bamboo, even though it's turned to a floor. No, 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 no. You can't, no, 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 no. That's for sure. You're kind of. No, 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 no. That's not that. That's a whole different thing. Okay. No, the, the object itself is called the floor. But it's reversible. reversible oh so my tama the did change, but it's then it's not. that since Hadar if you unravel this rope it goes back to being the exact broom it was before so that's the thing that he does even though that we learned in our mishnah and we don't accept it But papa asks papa if a person steals a lulav and he splits the top into two and now the question is as we'll see in a moment the Gemara didn't have it as a given that it's possible, even though we Paskin that it's possible, Because the, it, really in the Gemara there are two issues with splitting it into two. Is it a problem of a Lulav needing to be wholesome, and it's still considered wholesome, split but wholesome, all the pieces are there? Or is it a concept of Hidr, which is the way we Paskin, and it's no, it's no longer Muhuder? And even though it's not, normally you think about Hidr, Hidr mitzvah, so what if it's not Muhuder? By the Arba minim, the traitor uses the words Hadar. And if it's not hotter, then there's a point where it's not kosher. So Ma'u Tashamah, in the name of Nitla al is he says that if the entire leaf that's in the center, the one that's a doubled over, is removed, then everyone, your puzzle. Because you know, and therefore, if the Lulav is not kosher, that's called a Shine Hashem. That's the point there. As far as gazela is concerned, it has a different name. Not a Lulav Lulav, kosher puzzle. So my love, is it not that the reason for Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is because of Hidur, and if it's an issue of Hidur, if it was split into two, it's also going to be puzzle, and therefore the Ganaf acquired it. So the Gemara says, not necessarily. Maybe Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi was only speaking about Nitla when it was completely removed, because then the problem, the chesadim, is that it's chaser, it's not Shalim, it's not wholesome. And maybe if it's split, it's still, and if it's still kosher, then there's no Kenyan. Because there's no shinoi, in the name of Shulman Levi nasakimi you puzzle that Reb Shulman said explicitly, which is how we pass him, that if the middle leaf, which is supposed to be doubled, became split into two, question is how far down? Then the rule of his puzzle, as if it was removed, because removing the center spine disqualifying the lulav is not because it's not whole, it's because it's not beautiful. Just to be clear. And therefore, once you make something not kosher, now, one second, there's something, making something non-kosher with a change, which is our case, here there was a physical change, and then there are other scenarios where something becomes not kosher without a physical change. For example, a person takes chametz from you, and he holds it over Pesach, and he gives it back to you. There, there is no physical change. We learned that in the Mishnah. That has to do with the is whether a hezek, she'e'na nikr, is called a hezek. This is, this is definitely nikr. This is nikr, que- oh, that's the point. It's not only is it nikr, but it also disqualified the lulav. If it would have been only nikr, but it wouldn't have disqualified the lulav, then they wouldn't have been a shinoi, enough. And that would be considered... And then it belongs to the owner. Now again, if the, if the lulav is worth less money, there's no debate. You have to compensate for that difference. The question here is, who does the item belong to? Very good. Papa, This is good. the Afra If a person steals earth, and the gazlin turns it into a brick. So you would argue he changed it. It has a different name. It's called a brick. Says like honey. He has to give it back. Now, by the way, let's go back to what we learned yesterday. If a Ghazlan improves the article that he stole, so that was Rab Zvid, that was Rab Papa, could be some amirayim, not could be some amirayim will hold that even though the owner gets it back, the owner has some owner, the gazlan has some ownership in the improvement that they made, and according to Swiss, it's not that he gets part of it. But Rav Nachman Amr Shmuel, that we started to quote today, that three things, we finished yesterday with the Torah doesn't only mean those three. So we're not going into that detail. We want to know, who does the brick belong to? Says Rav Papi, the Goslin did not acquire the brick. Now the question is, why not? What are we learning right now? It has to do with the name. It's a different name. He says, no. Since it could reverse back and be exactly as it was before, so again, it's a reversible change, just like we learned with the broom and the rope. Right. It's reversible. If it's reversible, now it has a different name, but so what? Crush it. It's possible to crush it and to make it back as it was. Now, by the way, many of the Akhranim therefore say that when you made bricks, not that we are them, there's making a brick without putting it in the kiln, and then there's making a brick putting it in the kiln. If it was put in the kiln, and then Kill. it's kiln, kiln, kiln. Yeah, and then, I'm from Brazil guys, I have a good excuse. And then, you cannot make it exactly the way it was before, then, then, uh, it's, it, then it's irreversible. It's because it wasn't cooked. I mean, you can bring it back to earth, but then you'll be ground brick, it's not going to be... The, dirt that then, that's called a shinui. Very good. Next. Now, let's go, look at this. If a person steals a brick, and he made it into earth. kane. Now, the, why was he coined it? Because he changed the name. But why can't we argue the same thing? It's reversible. How is it reversible? You can make it back into a brick. So, say, my, omrat What are you going to ask on me? You can make it back into a brick. Says the Gemara, that's not an argument. The one that you'll make will be a different one. You could never make exactly the same old brick. And therefore, if you'll make it into a brick, it's a new brick. It's not the old brick. Unlike earth, earth is the same earth. A brick, and as we'll see soon in Rashi, it depends what people use this item for. As far as earth is concerned, even if the grains of earth won't look alike, for what people use earth for, it makes no difference. For what people use bricks for, it is important because when it comes to a brick, we can read the Rashi inside, the squareness of it is of importance. People care. The density, what do people care? How and, and it's never gonna be the same. Now let's contrast this with the next statement. Vamara Papa, Haymandagozal Naska. Naska means a, a bar of silver. When it comes to bars of silver. People don't care exactly how it looks. It's about how much weight is there. The person steals a bar of silver and zuzi turned them into coins. like Again, why is it like loikane? It's called coins because it's reversible. You can melt the coins. Back into the My Nasco. I ask Rashi, uh, but that Nasco is a Panam Chadoshis? The bar says, Rashi, it's not called a Panam Chadoshis because no one cares when it comes to a bar of precious metal how the bar looks like. Now, by the way, that's not so correct today. Today, if I'm not mistaken, is the value, let's say, of a bar, an American bar of silver, the same uh, price of a Canadian? Nechveis if the cost of silver is the same and the weight is the same, I don't see why it would matter. Okay, then write it. Furthermore, I don't even understand how to say it's, it's a parmachadosh, it's not. A bar of silver, you change it into something, you melt it back, it's the same weight and all that, it will be exactly Look the Look at next piece. Okay, you want to look at next piece? Zuza, if a person steals coins and the Ganeth melted it into a Nazca, he acquired the Nazca. I, my umrat what are you going to challenge me? That you can make it back into coins. Here the Gemara says, no you cannot. Because and the coins will never look the same. And that's the way it works. Especially in those days, a little bit like today, when a person has a very worn out, a little bit torn dollar bill, not everyone is going to want to accept it. Especially then, the moment money got rubbed out a little bit, you know, it had a little bit less weight, people didn't want it. The, coin, the, 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 the coinage, is it new, is it old, made a difference. Even if it had the same value in money, it's not called the same one. Unlike the bar. A bar makes no difference. Are we discussing that it's not the same name as the it doesn't matter. The name. No. So we're adding another important detail. That if the change is reversible, even though now it has another name, because it's reversible, you're not coin it. Unlike the Mishnah. Right there. if a person sold old tarnished coins and, and he made them into nice shiny ones, he shined it. So the Ganav did not acquire it. Why? Because it's reversible. How is it reversible? By itself. The way the world is before Mashiach, everything new, becomes old. It's going to tarnish again. But if a Ganav stole new coins and he made them into old, he acquired it. Why? My ah, Tama, you're going to ask but one second, it's reversible, because you can make from the old, new. Hadar avid l'chadete says the Gemara, you can't. Something is old and you make it new. It's like all these people today, taste whatever they take, all these hormones that they take. It's they garnish. They look like old people that are trying to look new. the idea, Everyone knows that that they were tarnished. It's on top of the tarnish, you have a little bit of a shine. That guy doesn't take a shower and he puts on a base deodorant. It helps garnish. But right. wait, is that this is the rule. The Mishnah says, And now the question is, why did the Mishnah have to add this rule? It gives the Gemara all the It's a lot of chazara, But look at this. No, the rule is that when a person stole something, if the gazlan acquired it in the Mishnah, because of a shinoi, in the Mishnah, even a reversible change, then he has to give back to the owner the value that the article had when he stole it, the Mishnah said that. Why do you have to add the klal? What did Rabbi Ila say? That gone after life a person stole a lamb. And under the domain of the gazlin, it became an ayah a ram. What's the lamb or ram? Under, when it's up to 12 months old, it's called a lamb. And by the way, we learned this many times already. That for the 13th month, it's called a pilgos. And from the 14th month and on, it's called a ram. And now it became a ram. Or if a person stole the or a calf, when is the calf a calf? For the first 24 months. There's no palgas by the calf. And then 24 months and one day, it becomes a shoyer. So this is called a change. On the other hand, you can say it's not a change. It's not mamash changes. change. The animal got older and better, but there's... A change in name, says, So now the Ganaf acquired it, and we're learning this, We spoke that out when we learned it before, and here Rashi says the same thing. But guys, it's not, according to Rashi, enough of a Shinoi that the Gazlan gets to keep it. He does not get to keep it. But, for one din, he was it, which is that if Tavachomachar, if the Gazlan to add salt to the wound, to the injury, or injury to the wound, he now goes to and on this the Torah says he has to pay four or five. Four or five he doesn't have to pay. k yes, why not? Because we say for this din, <speaking in Hebrew> He acquired it enough for us to say he didn't slaughter a stolen animal, he slaughtered his, he stole the Tle. He shechted an Ayao. So that's the zaklal. says the Gemara story. Rashi, Rashi, he has to give back the animal itself. Rashi makes a point. Here also again to say, I'm reading Rashi, only for the din of Tvich And not for everything else. And that's beautiful. Now you see stages. It's like, you know, Tadosh peh. It's Kevaldik. And that improvement of going from the land. Different name. Yeah. And the shine Hashem that it includes... Let's say there's an increase in value that, that, moving. Yeah. No, the moment, so that's the whole point. The moment the article itself has to be returned to the owner, the owner gets that improvement. Ah, so now your question is, does he own that improvement? I don't know. I'll tell you why I don't know. One can argue, of course, we just had that yesterday. Raf Papa, Rabbi Hudra Rab Shimon. Rav Papa, Rabbi Huda, Rab Shimon is like we spoke out, that's why you have to, you know, you have to learn it more Liyuna, that maybe from non-fetus to fetus, from ayin to yesh, it's takashinui. And look at how Yehuda says the Gazlan owns it. Here it didn't go from an ayin to a yesh. It went. It went from smaller to bigger. Anyways, my turn. Always with, with the piece of livestock. Uh, Ghana, you could wonder. It's change every second. He's, he's, he's upkeeping that animal, and there's a cost to that. That's, so. That's another thing that we learned. That normally, if I improve your property, I have, I have to get the money of the improvement. But by a gazzle that's whole shit as Rav Meir, they they canceled me. question is, until what point? Okay, right. Who uh, Gavre, was a man. Look at this story. The gazzle padonna the toirei A Aganev stole a pair of oxen from his friend. Look what he did. Ozel korrav buhu karbo. He plowed his field. The gazzle plowed his field. He, he used services from stolen oxen. Not only that, zara buhu zara. Then he planted... Just explain, you don't plant with oxen. You plow a field, you throw the seeds, but for the seeds to be able to germinate, you have to cover them with earth. So you know what they used to do? They used to plow again. Plow twice, you plow, you break the earth, you make it raw, you seed it, you plowed it again, and then he gave back to oxen. What do you think? The CO, the owners, so to say, rent said let's evaluate how much was the land worth before it was plowed how much is it worth now that it's plowed and planted who was the one that brought the benefit to the land the, the oxen that's the money you owe to the oxen owners so Ravah was sitting there Rav tells Rav hold on all of the difference all of that is owed to the owners of the oxen, but only, only the oxen improve the land. But the land itself doesn't improve itself when you plant in it. So Rav Nachman clarified, I didn't mean that all of the shvach has to be paid to the bow of the oxen. point is, is that Rav Nachman was obligating the Ganef to pay to the owner of the oxen, so to say, rent for the oxen. Amalei Rava is challenging Rav Nachman, and mind you, he's challenging Rav Nachman during the din That's soif soif gzeilohu. Okay, what happened here? It was an act of robbery. And what's the din of robbery? What, what did the Mishnah tell you? When Reuven robs from Shimon, what does Reuven owe Shimon? The item that he robbed, he has to give back. If he made a change, the value of the item he has to give back, but not more. It says kohad rabeinu, give back as it is. And not more, the tranan kohad rabeinu, kohad rabeinu, Here you're saying even though he gave back the oxen, he owes money on top of that. Amar Nachman tells, Rava didn't I tell you that ki yosef that when I'm sitting in a den as a dayan, loy taymin midi, don't make comments during the den And I'm, and you know why? The Omar Huna Chavrin, The Omar Huna I lied that my friend you're not my friend, you're challenging me. Huna, my friend, you know what he said about me? That I know that I, Rav Nachman, and Shver Malka Malkan, the king, and he's not referring to the Persian king Shwar Rashi says he's referring to the king in Halacha, which was Shmuel. Because the Halacha in Dine, in monetary cases, we pass him like Shmuel. That I and Shmuel, Achai Bedina, were brothers. Just like he's the master, I'm the master also. So therefore don't challenge me. And he explained to him that high inish this person, Gazlona is a, not old Ganeth, he can be young, he's a habitual Ganeth, constantly steals. the ikna say, I want to penalize him. You're right, by the letter of the law, theoretically, if he gave back the oxen, he fulfilled the as Akzela. But he... So in such a case, essentially he owes nothing. Essentially he owes nothing, but I'm penalizing it. Now here, everyone says the following. This is a very important story. The rule is that in Babel, people who had no smicha, including Rav Nachman, that ain't done in the with Here, he's not only being done a knas, he's being done a custom-made knas. So everyone says, He ha their standardized dinam of Knoss is not something that the and Bubble, we don't say Shli of dinon, they don't have the right to educate it. But when it comes to adjudicated, when it comes to unique cases, this is a unique case, it's not that we're going to apply Arba Vachamisha, we're not going to apply. But when it comes to specific people, this guy doesn't stop stealing. So you have to stop, you have to create law and order. Even today, a Dayan has the power to do as he sees fit, to prevent people from continuously stealing. If not, it's Hefkerwelt. So Rav Nachman had the right to decide for his case, pay. So today if someone steals someone's car, drives and brings it back, he doesn't really only. By the By the letter of the law. Today you would tell him, go to the police. But if there would be no police to go to, and if the Dayanim are the ones responsible for safety, which is important, safety today is civil authorities. But the moment you're living in a place where the Rabbanim or the Dayanim, they are the ones in charge of safety, they have the right to do whatever they think they need to do to make sure that society is safe. If not, it's Hefkirvel, says the Mishnah. Let's move on. This Mishnah is huge. This Mishnah, we learned the whole Mishnah before, but we're making a chazara on everything. Case number one, Halt Oh, it's getting late. Gozal behemah vizkina. If a ganav stole an animal and it got old, the first din of the Mishnah is going to irreversible losses, which is beautiful. So the first Mishnah, the the way the Gemara explained it, the way Abai explained it, is speaking about reversible losses. And as we spoke out, takana sashavin. And as we saw in the Gemara, not everyone holds of takana sashavin. Now we're speaking about irreversible losses. Everyone holds that if it's an irreversible change, Irreversible change. The goslin owns it. So a, a gazel, the aim of vishkina. If a person stole an animal and it got old, old and weak, or if a person sold slaves, vishkina. The din is since it changed irreversibly, old doesn't become young. Shangsha The goslin acquired it. He has to return its value. Says Rabbi Meir. Hold on. You're hacking together animals and avadim. Avadim are different. Ba'avadim, as Rashi says, since, since avadim are like karka, karka ain't an exilis, even if you made a change, he can give back the evid a lot more of this in the gemodim. Next case. Now, the next case is going to be as what happens if the change is discernible versus not discernible, naked or ain't naked. So, for example, if the a Goslin stole the coin, the nista and it cracked, that's something you can notice. Paytas, if he steals fruit, the kivo and it became rotten, Yayin, he steals wine, the Hikmans, and it becomes vinegar. Then, since there is a change that's noticeable and it is irreversible, so then he acquired it. He has to give back money. However, what happens if a Goslin steals a coin? The coin is no longer in currency. A new king, the king Pasch all those currencies with the other king's picture on it. It's worth nothing. Or truma, if a person steals Truma and it becomes tame. It's not discernible. It's a halachic change. Chometh, Bavarola, Pesach. Again, it's not worth anything for an observant Jew. But you can't see the change. Beimav and it's the avera either bestiality Rashi says or avoydazana oishenivs l'halamis or if the animal was designated to be offered as a carbon if there is a mum that's not discernible a cataract can't notice it but it's not kosher halamis be'ach if the animal let's say killed a person and it's being led to be killed halachically it's aser bano oim erlois this mishnah's pasquining that a non discernible change is not called a change. And as long as the animal is been, then the, then the goslin gives it back to the owner. He tells him the wonderful words. I took it, take it back. Now, beginning with the first case in the Mishnah. An animal got older. So, I'm enough Papa to clarify. It's not about old. How do you define the old? Even if it got lean, if it got weakened, it's that like there's a... There's an, it deteriorated. Skinny. Got skinny. Ah, he asks the Gemara. So why did the Mishnah say old? So the Gemara answers Gavaldik that skinny is only going to be considered a change if it's irreversible. In other words, there's a skinny that you can get back. Well, that's not called a change. In our Mishnah, our Mishnah is focusing dafka on irreversible changes. But if it got skinny, but it could get reversed, that's not called a change at all. For speaking about an irreversible change, that if you have an animal, we just had this in, in the name of Rabbi Ilah Here he's quoting Rabbi Eichenon, that if you stole a lamb and you, the goslin kept it enough time for it to be now into its 14th month or older, so it's called an ayal, or if a person stole a calf, in other words, a cow a young cow within the first 24 months and under the domain of the goslin it becomes a ox then and that's called irreversible and meaning only for this din that if now the goslin makes another crime that we say he doesn't have to give back to which rav ashi tells mark shisha what you're saying is good but you're quoted in the name of the wrong Amira. And how important is it? You think about it. How many, what percent of Shas is filled with names? Everything is being quoted B'Shem Amrei. Lava, Amin didn't I tell you that leitachrif gavrei? Don't confuse people. Hahu, this din is good but not Rabbi Yechenon, It was learned as we just had before the Mishnah in the name of Rabbi Elah says the Gemara. What was the next case in the Mishnah? A person stole, I mean, behema or an evet, they got older. So then since getting older is considered a irreversible change, the ghazlan acquires it, he gets to keep it. He gives back the animal or the evet, the value as it was worth when he stole it. And this Rab Meir says, harish let's chapa right. So, Omeh Rabchaninah Barav Dimi, in the name of Rav, they quoted the Rav saying, Halachike Rabmeir. Now, what? what is Rav Meir's didn't based on, as we said? Because Avadim, for this, are like Karka, Karka in Exels. Says the Gemara of Rav, Shavik, Rabban Avad, Avad, Meir, the way the Rav explains it, our Mishnah doesn't quote the name of the Tanakama, which means Rav, the Rebbe, who was the teacher of Rav, when he doesn't quote a name, he's trying to tell you it's not one opinion against Rav Meir; it's everyone against Rav Meir. Yachid So why would he pass him like a Yachid? So So they answered. This is important. Veshum deBrayso Tanyom. That Rav had a braisa. There, the opinions, the names were reversed. Rav Meir was the one that said that in both cases the Goslan keeps it and he has to give back the money. The Chachamim. Das Rabbim. were the ones that say in the B'raisa, what Rav Meir says over here, that Ba'avodim, since it's like Karka, he can tell them, Rav Paskins, like Das Rabbim. So, but still we're not happy. Why not? Shavik I mean, if there's two versions of what their argument is, the version of the Mishnah is the correct one. Answers <laughs> the Gemara, Masnisen Nabi Rav was so certain that the version of the Braisa was correct, the way the Havamina is, is that he amended the Mishnah. So says the Gemara, why would the Rav amend the Mishnah that it should conform to the Braisa when normally you have to amend the Braisa, which was relatively less authentic than the Mishnah, to conform to the Mishnah? Umay Nei pach labrais mekamasnisen answers the Gemara. Omri, they answered, Rav nami masnisen ibcha asne. Rav's teacher taught him the Mishnah already reversed. Rav didn't change anything. Or, vi look how much we're trying to keep to the text. If the the way the Mishnah is printed here is the way it's printed here, Rav learned it the same way. Rav amended the Mishnah. Why? I amended the Braisa. Says the Gemara a good rule. That ki loi apich kamakamachan. If it's one against one, one Mishnah versus one Braisa, you have if one of them is wrong, then we're gonna say the Mishnah is right, the Braisa has to be fixed. But if it's one Mishnah and two Braisa, then the Mishnah has to be reversed. He has two Braisa. So what's the other Braisa? The Tanya. Now let's chapara in this case in two minutes. A person ruven owns a cow. Guys, half The cow is pregnant. Shimon owns a donkey. We learned in kedushin, really, for animals, the king is Meshichah. However, there is one, one scenario where you don't need to do and Meshichah. Khalipan. So let's say Ruuven, the owner of the cow, was the one that did Khalipan on the donkey. Ru'uven took the donkey. With that, the cow belongs to Shimon. But the cow was pregnant. Now that Shimon goes to collect the cow, the cow already gave birth. The question is, who owns the baby? When did the cow give birth? Or the same thing is, here it's easier because when you sell a slave, you learn the same condition. A slave you can buy with cassive. So but the point is, is that the kingin was not made with this article, so it wasn't there. So if I own a Shifcha and I'm selling it to you, when you give me money, I took the money, you own the Shifcha. The Shifcha doesn't have to be there. And now the Shifcha gave birth. So there's all, look at the different options. If If one says body, one says shema. Whichever one it is. So then the rule is Zachaba, the one who says buddy. buddy if you yadiv. Look a buddy, for another option. Let's just go quick. Next option. If both parties say we don't know, we don't know when the cow gave birth. We don't know when the shivka gave birth. Then what's the din? Right? Danny, at least going to Sumchis, what's the din? Yachloiku. Next case. Buddy to buddy. Each one says, no, I know. That it happened in a way that I still own the baby. So what's the din in our case? So Reuven was the seller of the cow. Reuven wants to keep the calf. And Shimon says, no, 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 no. When you made the king chalipin, the cow was still pregnant. So now the cow belonged to me. The cow gave birth later. So who's trying to be moitzi from whom? So Shimon wants to get it from Reuven. So the din is... Even if it's already in Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear the point We had that all in Kedushan. Right. So So the, the din is that Yeshova ha that Reuven is the one that gets to keep it, but he has to take an oath, says Rashi, why? clarifies Rashi, up. Oh, it's not a normal Moedibim us. It's not because Reuven is admitting, I owe you the mother, we're debating whether I owe you the fetus, and I'm saying the mother, yeah, the baby, not. You're saying the mother and the baby, says Rashi, that's not good enough, because we had this all, we learned already, that by Halach means if you tell me I owe you $200, and I say, 100 take, And I already say halach, and I deny the other hundred, it's called Here, The fact that he's agreeing that he owes the cow, and he's telling him, take the cow, so they're not debating about the cow. So Rashi adds that we're speaking about a case that the moicher cut the hand off the shifcha. Cut the leg off the parah. So he owes money to Shimon. The money of the hand, the money of the damage, the question is, does he om um also the money of the, the fetus itself? Anyway, because of the way he makes an oath. Whenever you have to make an oath, the rule is, it's not that someone makes an oath and takes money. You make an oath not to give the money. So the oven makes the oath. These are the words that I've made. And here's the key. Come along the Chachamim, and they say, don't put together the cow and the shivcha, why not Shivcha is like an eved? Speak my shiftchah kananus. Being that the chachamim equate eved or Shivcha to karka, and the rule by karka, even by ma'ida Miksas, you don't make oaths. No oaths are made. So that's the other brayso that Rav had, in which he sees that the chachamim are the ones that hold that eved is kekarka. Now, by the way, asks the Gemara. Okay, I accept that. So Rav reversed the Mishnah. But if Rav reversed the Mishnah. Then how can Raf say Allah Meir? It's not true. He's saying, according to his version, Allah kiha hi Allah ki kirafmeir, Allah khami bay a ah, answers the gma-haqika amar, lemaid de'ap, the abkhisu according to your means to our wrong version, according to the way we have the Mishnah, he said Allah kirafmeir. But what he really meant is that the halacha is that ever is qakarka to be continued.